0: to retire property. You probably have no kids. <laughs> Trying to retire kids is impossible. Like, uh, F you, he said. So the big question is this. How investors like us wouldn't born in the silver spoon successfully investing in property to create a passive income and still have a lifestyle now? That is the question. This podcast will give you the answers. I'm George Mark and Welcome to The Positive Property Show. Our mission is to empower 10,000 people to create financial freedom through property using the Marcosky method. Join us. Hey, hello. Hello, hello.
1: All? Hey, guys. Welcome. Christina Marcosky and George Markowski here joining you live.
0: From Positive property. Now, uh, look, if you're watching live, please type in hashtag live so I know that you're here. And if you're watching the replay, as many of you do, and I just want to keep an eye on you. So, type in hashtag replay and welcome. Now, a little bit cryptic with today, but let me explain, right? Because you you might read entitled- You're selling
1: your kids, aren't you, George?
0: Well, well, after I sold my kids, this happened to me, right? So I want to tell you what happened after I sold my kids. Because a lot of people don't realize I did have kids, which I don't, but let me explain how this played out. Because it happened happened last week to me. And um, when you have, you might have a little bit of a chuckle. I just need to find the page because I've lost it now.
1: Interesting. Yes. I'm very curious. Is this like a
0: metaphor for something in your life? Are you actually talking about no, can, so let, me, let me explain. Um, last week, someone named Jason EJ he replied to one of our emails. I was saying, you know, would you like to create freedom for property? One of our standard emails that we send out. Wasn't me personally, obviously, it was our autoresponder. And um and he he wrote back all caps by the way, because he was angry. And he's like, easy for for you to retire on property, you probably have no kids. Trying to on <laughs> kids is impossible. Like F, F you, he said. And he said, How many kids do you have? I'm thinking, normally I don't see these emails, but it came across, it came across, and you know what I wrote? <laughs> what? I wrote, um, I sold mine for beer money a long time ago, right? <laughs> Okay. Anyway, his twisted replies, ha, ha well done, bro. So actually, funny enough, that changed his whole attitude, right? But obviously I didn't sell my kids for beer money a long time ago because I don't have any kids. But we're both going to hell for this. But the thing in moving on, what I'm going to say is like sometimes we're gonna have a bit of fun with it. We've got a lot of haters out there, and you know, i am get I'm getting more creative when I when I say hello to them when I when I talk to them, which is um interesting. But did you hear the news? What news okay big split happening at the moment i'm going to tell you guys big something. split yeah, before i go ahead what i want to do is i'm going to tell you about some some interesting trends happening worldwide which may have a big impact on property so stay tuned and listen carefully this could impact you unfortunately cool. it's not good news bad news
1: oh damn i was hoping for some good news tonight george what are you doing no no, no.
0: i've also got a bit of stuff, what's happening in Australia at the moment. I've got some good news about Australia, bad news worldwide. I'll show it to you. However, well,
1: there's a massive property boom happening in Australia. Yes, at the yes, there
0: is. But there's some, you know, hey guys, how you doing? Listen, so <laughs> guess who split? I'm I shocked. <laughs> Bill and Melinda Gates have filed for divorce. Really? Yes.
1: Are you serious?
0: Yep. Is this legit? This is legit. This is, oh, wow. oh, that's
1: this is sad. Yeah. so sad. Yeah.
0: So, Bill Gates, the world's fourth richest person, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he's got like nearly 170 billion dollars worth, right? Once yep. the richest person, but then he gave um, all his money away. And so what happened was um, him and Melinda, because they've been so busy doing other things, they haven't really killed the relationship for a while.
1: Right.
0: So I don't know. What, I don't know if you know, but um, Bill Gates, he started Microsoft. Obviously, he's a bit of a genius. He's a visionary. And what happened was Melinda, she worked um, for Microsoft and they met in a company dinner.
1: Yes. So they started
0: dating and all that. And, you know, Bill Gates is quite analytical. So what he did, she came over to his house. And he had a big whiteboard out with pros and cons of getting married to her. And okay. the pros that weighed the cons, so he, he proposed and married her.
1: How romantic! Not I know, but, you know,
0: <laughs> typical of uh, you know a tech genius. That, that
1: was how he proposed.
0: <laughs> yes, so he may be the fourth richest now, but after he gets divorced to Melinda, he may go down a peg or two. But look, but look at um, uh, look at the guy that owns Amazon, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos he broke up with his wife, Mrs. Scott, mm-hmm. and because he was the richest man in the world, he broke up. He stayed the richest. He gave a four percent, which right. was. $36 billion, which made her the third richest woman in the world. Wow, hey? With just 4%. That's massive. Just 4%. Good. Yeah. So, but Mr and Mrs Gates, you know, they've given a lot of their stuff away anyway, because they love to give. And, you know, party, I, I love yeah. what they do. So what Bill Gates and Melinda Gates, they started the Gates Foundation, and they give a lot of money. I think, no, I'm joking. <laughs> So a lot of people have been saying that, but he's actually been creating a new toilet for people in Africa because to stop them going and using holes,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: also that um, they've talked um, other people to giving money away, like that guy, the real rich guy, the diversification guy, I've forgotten his name now, but I'll think of it. But anyway, I'm um, talking about giving, you know, we're giving away as well, a lot of stuff, not a lot of my wealth, but what I'm doing is we're, we're building a house. We're build, not building a house, we're building a school. We're building a
1: school in Cambodia, actually.
0: That's
1: for like children. So, no, that's really exciting. Um, part of my values and, and what I really love to do is give back. So we're part of a company called B1G1, and each time a member gets uh, another investment property, they automatically donate 100 bricks towards building a school in Cambodia. So that's a nice little way of, you know, giving back and knowing that, you know, I think we're so fortunate here to live in Australia and to even have the opportunity to get to the next level in our lives with being able to invest in property and be in that position. We're very fortunate just to, you know, be living in Australia and to be born here or to live here as we do. But there's people in the third world that, you know, they haven't even got their basic needs met yet. So to help them get to the next level. And I think one of the best ways to do that is through education and through educating children. So building a school in Cambodia just really aligned with my vision and how I want to
0: give back and how um, George and I with Positive Property want to, you know, build a better world. Absolutely. But talk about building a better world. I want to talk about the state of the market. I want to talk about some of the economic forces that are shaping what's happening at the moment. So, well, I'm really
1: curious to hear about this too.
0: Yes. And, you know, we'll get back to Bill Gates later, but Bill, you have to wait for a while. Um, we've actually, over the last 18 years, we've had the strongest growth in 18 years in property in Australia right now. Awesome. So, all the capital cities are going full steam ahead at the moment. Yes. So, nationally, prices rose 5.7%. Okay. That right? doesn't sound that huge. Annual gains are hitting double digits. Right. Right? It's crazy. crazy. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing, you know what I mean? So um it's huge. So mm. it's basically booming, right? It's gonna crack a million. The 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 median price range of a property in Australia is gonna crack a million.
1: I believe that. Absolutely. Being a millionaire isn't very exciting anymore because almost everyone in Australia is a millionaire. If you've got one or two properties, then
0: hello. I think someone's not a millionaire. It's probably pretty exciting.
1: Billionaire is the new millionaire.
0: (laughs) Yep. The boom is well and truly cracked. So is there any chance the government might get involved and try to cool down the market again, right? I don't
1: think so. Because what they did, I
0: don't know if you know, in 2016, the government got involved and tried to cool down the market. What did they do? they put interest rates up okay they made it harder to borrow money right cool down the market cuz they want to control the market well did it work um no it didn't work <laughs> never does <laughs> they try to stimulate the market they try to put it up it doesn't work but hey um that's what happened so but i don't think they're going to do anything at the moment they're letting it go
1: yes so okay. but
0: on a world scale there's a lot of changes going on since Biden has taken over from Trump.
1: Oh, okay. This is fascinating, interesting. What's happening with um, America, American politics? Well,
0: I don't know if you noticed what's happened in the world scale over the last 40 years is corporate tax been falling year after year. Okay. Right? And what it's called is called triple down economics. So oh, they yes. What you do is... The pe- you know, you, the wealthy, the people that have got businesses that employ people, you reduce their taxes so they can employ more people, and therefore you get more value in the marketplace, mm-hmm. right? And that's what's made c- countries like America some of the richest countries in the world. Yes. Unfortunately, though, with America, unlike Australia, there's a bit of a wealth disparity, where here in Australia we've got quite a large middle class portion. Yes. Past, which is a good thing because, you know, oh, there.
1: there's a massive disparity in um, America with, you know, the super rich and the super poor. So it's pretty crazy the difference there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Not just America. I think um, in quite a few
0: countries. See, there you go. There's someone that says, um, Daryl's saying, I'm giving energy to my neighbours via solar. Well done, Daryl. Good work. <laughs> Oh, Trump is still running, hey? Votes are recounting still. Okay, we'll see what happens now. <laughs> well,
1: Again, is he going to lose for the third time in a row, is he? He still
0: hasn't lost. He's going to be in there, right? This is hilarious. But yeah, what super. were you saying,
1: George, about um, what's uh, American politics got to do with
0: affecting the rest of the world? Well, um, very, very a lot because whatever America does, sooner or it, happens with the rest of the world. Okay. So, so you know, um, for example, America legalized marijuana in many states. Now it's happening around the world. America legalized gay marriage, happening around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, when America started dropping corporate taxes, yeah. So, so what America does, a lot of other Western world follow, right? Mm-hmm. That's just the thing. So and so, what's happened is the last four decades, France, Germany, Ireland, Japan, UK, US have all been going down, right? 40 years ago, the corporate tax in Germany was 55%. Okay, how big is that? It's massive, huge, yeah, yep. So, basically,
1: well, when you think about it, individuals in Australia who earn a salary of over 200,000 per
0: year have to pay
1: 47% tax, so that's like almost 50%. Like, hello,
0: exactly, (laughs) that's massive. And look, the fact of it is, if you look at um well, this is the problem with South Australia and why South Australia has been behind economically for the rest of Australia is because we've always had bigger taxes here. So, I mean, South Australia had a payroll tax. So if you hired over a certain amount of people, you'd get disincentivized because you had to pay more tax.
1: Stupid.
0: Um, yes, because you can't tax your wealth to prosperity. It's never happened. No. But that's what a lot of governments try to do. So, I, I mean, who agrees have been not bin laden i mean biden biden (laughs) calling him bin laden that was bad but who agrees with biden should we tax corporates more or Uh, so someone's saying do you reckon melinda gates available (laughs) 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 Uh, oh get back
1: to you on that one on the status of uh, yes (laughs) her dating
0: status (laughs) yeah i I wonder what a dating status on facebook is it's complicated
1: right (laughs) Yeah. So talking about, you know, if should we tax um, businesses or are you talking about should we tax big
0: corporates? What was your question? Yeah, so the, the thing is, you know, Biden wants to tax corporates a higher amount. Is that a good idea or a bad idea? I don't think um, you can't tax yourself into prosperity. I really think that having less taxes is better. But I do believe that, you know, we can't have all the money going to corporates so i think the middle class and the rest of everyday australians or citizens should have a share of the pie
1: absolutely it's got to be more proportionate especially cuz we're such a resource rich country but we don't get a share in any of those resources any of the yeah. profits going overseas exactly it's
0: just ludicrous and you look at norway right norway they actually give all that's their money what out. i was
1: going to mention yeah we should just emulate norway hello
0: They've got the biggest fund in the world, which they mm-hmm. funded on charging all the petroleum companies lots of money, mm. right? Yeah. Um, for their everyone
1: own. should every Australian should be getting a cut of our resources.
0: Yes, that's right. So, I think it's instead of just you know Clive Palmer and um, what's that lady called again? The richest lady in Australia, Gina Reinhart. Gina Reinhart. People like that. Like, yeah, they've
1: got, got enough money. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Share exactly. the wealth. But see, look, this is the deal. When you've got people like the guys that started Google or Facebook, mm-hmm. right, they actually, the way they make their money is by giving lots of value to the world. Yes. Right? You think about, um, you know, you think about Google. It, Google gives you access to everything around the world, so you're getting lots of value. So I think billionaires that are adding value are excellent. We want more billionaires to add value. And look, I'd like to be a billionaire to add value if I I was to be a billionaire. But even we want more millionaires to add value. And I'd like adding value because if you can make money by adding value to the world, it's a positive plus a positive. But if you're just pulling stuff out of the ground and selling it and giving no one a cut, then you're not really adding a lot of value. No,
1: there's no value out there.
0: They're actually actually taking value out of Australia and giving it to other countries. Mm. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. I, say, I believe in multiple businesses, not monopolies. Yeah, I totally agree. I think we need to have competition and competition is very important. And I think um, we don't want oligarchies ogliar- or anything like that. Mm. Ogliarchies. I can't even say the <laughs> word. <way.
1: laughs> so,
0: I guess this is the deal. The boom is well on its way, right? And... What a lot of people don't understand about this is a op- thing called opportunity cost, and that's what I want to discuss, yes. market, right? Because a lot of people aren't clear on how this works, right? But, so, but this, this is the main reason why people don't achieve what they want in life. It's also one of the biggest mistakes that property investors can make. You know what that is? Sitting on the sidelines and doing nothing. Having a huge amount of uncalculated <laughs> opportunity cost right So not even knowing okay. not knowing what
1: they're missing out on.
0: Thank you. you're already adding value. so you're on your way, George McCkoski, thank you so much. I very appreciate it. Yes. But see if you don't know what you're missing out on, mm. that's even worse than knowing what you're missing out on because you don't you can't act on it, right?
1: Yeah.
0: You know how they say you don't know what you don't know, right? Yes. but see opportunity cost resides in the comforting bosom of inaction. I had to use the word "bosom" tonight. I couldn't help it. Right? And some people choose to do nothing. Right? But they don't realise that choosing nothing is still choosing something, but it's just nothing. It's a bit like when you're sitting on the fence. Sitting on the fence is the worst, right? But you're still choosing
1: to sit on the fence.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, someone's saying idle cash because too scared to act. Yes, that's one of them. But another person saying... How do you know if you don't know? Well, Yeah, great question.
1: It's about Um, getting educated.
0: It's about getting out there. It's about coming on our podcast, Positive Property Mm -hmm. Podcast, or coming on our Channel Australian Property Chat. But how do you know you don't know? Well, I'm going to try to explain it to people and do the calculation. Because you don't know what you don't know. (laughs) We're here to help you know. Yep. So I'm going to go through a scenario, and I want you to listen carefully and see if you are part of the scenario or not, right? So if you've got a job and you're earning over $49,000 Forty-nine thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. and if you've got some assets—whether a house, a mortgage, a deposit, um, parents with equity, several—you um, know, um, what do you call it? Um, prop, um, not properties, cars, or jet skis or motorbikes and stuff like that. Means you've got some sort of way of getting a deposit, and you've got a, and you've got an income that can support um, a property. If that's you, then you've probably got the ability to invest, right? you know, whether it's 300 or 500,000, somewhere there. But I'm gonna use 500 just to keep the numbers simple. But if you can't afford 500, you can probably afford 300 because actually $300,000 property, if you were paying 5%, that's what's that? That's like um, $15,000 plus Mm costs, right? So I'm not gonna get in how to do that in this session, but I just wanna talk about hypothetically, right? So let's say, for example, you get a $500,000 property. and that well, should property you
1: get your iPad to demonstrate
0: um, no. what you're talking about? Not, not with this program at the moment we're using. Okay. Yep. So I'm going to enlighten everyone. Uh, ignorance is bliss. Easy to look the other way and not think about it. Yes. So yeah. let's say, I mean, you look what's been happening lately in property, right? You can easily see that if you had a $500,000 property in two or three years, it'd go up 100000 Right.
1: Mm.
0: right? So let's say you yeah. didn't buy that property worth 500, right? And the next three years you do sweet FA, you do what you normally do. You do 0, you do zero <laughs> Or We'll go home, watch TV, have a few beers, whatever, right? Um, but the deal is you not taking action is costing $100,000. Now, wow, that's a lot of money. So if someone said, hey, I'll give you 100000 you get off your ass and do this and do that, they're going to go, wow, I'm going to do this. You know what I mean? Yes. Right. But um, you don't know. Now, this is the deal. Properties double every seven or 10 years. So the real opportunity cost, if you were to buy a $500,000 property, is half a million dollars in 10 years' time. How big is that?
1: It's massive.
0: But not only That's that. just the
1: calculations on one property, though. That's right. So yep. if you don't buy two properties, you're missing out on a million dollars.
0: Yep. Now, this is the deal. We're about to hit the biggest boom in history. It's already started. We have, exactly. But I've been sa- talking about this for a while and it's hit. <laughs> it's right. But listen to this. Now, the deal is, right, we're about to hit the biggest property boom in 50 years. So if you're under 50, this is your first opportunity to hit a boom this big, but you've probably gone through a few booms and missed them 10 years or so. So what you do is get your age divided by 10, and that's how many booms you've missed out on if you're not a multimillionaire property at the moment. Do that exercise. How many have you missed out on, right? Now, Mm -hmm. if you missed out on those booms before you met me and you didn't know about it, it's not your fault, but if you miss out on this one, it is right. So this is the deal you should got to understand is there are two major opportunity costs, right? One is financial and the other one's emotional. Right? So they're like big headlines. They're enforcing in two categories, right? So the financial implication opportunity costs essentially your financial trade off to sit and do nothing. Correct. This is why I see it. And there are two questions you'd answer. What is the value of the time you're spending? Yeah. Are you actually doing the right stuff to get where you want to go? Right? Making sure
1: you get the right ROI on your time is very important because you can spend a lot of time, but the results are the most important things. So it's about realising, you know, maximising your time and really leveraging that to get the best results possible.
0: That's right. Yep. So someone said, when you don't know what to do, but you know, you need to do something, look for someone that has achieved what you want to and copy them. I.e., copy George. Well, beautiful. Um, I'm not, not a good friend of mine, an acquaintance of mine, someone that I've met a few times, Anthony Robbins. I'd be lying if I said he's a good friend, cause I don't know him that well. He probably wouldn't, <laughs> probably wouldn't remember my name, but he'd probably recognize me if I saw him face to face, but he wouldn't re- remember my name. But anyway, Tony Robbins copying someone. Yes, that's partly there, but you know what Tony Robbins says, what you do is you need to model success mm, Yes, and success is really key, you know, and it's very important, it's very important to model success. And, Absolutely. See and model them. Because copying, you know, there's some connotations of copying and there's nothing wrong with copying. You know what I mean? If someone's got a million-dollar walk and he walks funny, would you walk funny? <laughs> you know
1: I mean? you just want to work. do the important stuff. <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: Jim <Yeah>. Roan right? yeah. <laughs> talks about the million-dollar walk. It's funny. Yeah. So um, dollars versus time and opportunity cost, and that's what we're going to think about. Yeah. And, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to think about our opportunity cost now with the property market, what's happening, you know, and what's going to happen with opportunity cost and really at the end of the day, you know, you need to really try to get out of your comfort zone because, you know, the emotional cost of missing opportunity is even bigger. Right? Because what happens is I, I meet a lot of people. We we have a lot of people joining our program, you know, four or five every week at the moment, currently, because mm-hmm. it's going crazy. Our phones are off the hook. And I every now and again talk to some people when they join and have a chat to them. And you know one of the things I hear all the time? They're like, George, I wish I did this ten years ago. I wish. You know yes. what I mean? Right? Because you know what they say, when's the best time to invest in property?
1: A lot of people um, say to me, oh, Christina, I think it's too late. You know, I think I'm too old and I'm going, you've still got, you know, 10 years left before retirement, uh, better late than never. So, you know, you may think it's late in the piece, but imagine if you do nothing and then get to retirement, you're going to be much worse if you do nothing.
0: Yeah. Everyone said read so, books. Wow, <laughs> I love that book, Freedom Proof Property, Changed My Partner's Life. Oh, oh,
1: amazing. Thank you so much.
0: 20 years ago was the best time to invest in property, someone wrote, yes? <laughs> Absolutely. Was and what's the second best time?
1: Right now. That's right. That's right. We can all wish for a time machine. <laughs> yes. But oh. there's another property boom going to happen. It's going to keep happening. You know, no matter what happens long term in Australia, it's always the right time to invest because it's always going to go up. It's always going to make you money. It's just about getting started and getting into the market. That's the most important thing.
0: Look, the deal is, um, I was talking about it with um, Ryan today, funny enough. You look at a lot of the world and the economics and you can see, look at at Europe, property prices have gone down. Right. And also Tokyo as well. There's one main reason they've gone down there. It's not the economy. Mm. It's because the population keeps going down. Interesting. So you, can't, you can't have property price going up, the population going down. So what we're going to do now is I've had my little rant talking about opportunity cost. We talked about Melinda and Bill Gates getting divorced and Jeff Bezos and his divorce. We spoke about what's happening on the world stage of corporate tax. And, you know, this could be interesting. We're going to go back and look towards now and see if it happened. I think the Republicans are going to block what... Um, Joe Biden wants to do, but I think he's going the wrong way. I understand what he's trying to do is trying to balance out that disparity in America. don't know if he's doing it the right way. We're going to start Mm. asking a few questions because tonight is our monthly SHERP. And in 15 minutes time, we have to go to our Black Belt group and we're going to talk to our Black Belt members and help them solve their real estate challenges because they're paying members. But I want to answer a few quick questions. Yeah, great. Okay, here we go. We've got Michael Michael Garland. Hi, Michael. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, I'm Michael. 30, Thanks for tuning in tonight.
0: I'm 34 years old and single. Should I buy investment property or P-P-O-R first or... Principal
1: me? place of residency.
0: It doesn't matter. Yeah, good. So thank you. I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. Okay. So look, good question, Michael. Great question. It depends on your income, but this is the deal. Michael, what happens is, if you look at Robert Kiyosaki, one of my mentors, this is the one thing he stresses over and over again, is your your principal price, place of residence is not an investment. No. It's a cost. It's a liability. Now, long-term, it does go up in value, but it costs you money. You have to pay out of your own pack. Because what happens is, normally, if you've got a normal job, what happens is you pay your super Pay your tax, and then you use your post tax dollars to buy all your stuff. And then what's left over, you pay for your mortgage, which is normally sweet FA. And you're getting no help, which is really crazy because you're not using leverage. Because what's the most important thing is leverage. Michael, this is the important thing. I did not build a multi million dollar property portfolio on my own at all. Did not do that. I had a team of people helping me. I had a, the more people you got helping me, the better. So what I like to do, I like the bank, the finance, the tenant, the tax man, the property manager, circle of safety, everyone else doing the heavy lifting. What I do is I do the important thing, which is make a decision to buy a property. It's going to go up in value. That's the hard part, committing and doing that. That's my contribution. Everyone else contributes everything else, right? And what you really want to do, Michael, and if you watch, um, if you go to my YouTube channel, I actually did a presentation on the Today Show with um, Stefanovic, wasn't it, and another lady? Carl and Georgie, yeah. Yeah, Carl and Georgie, and Georgie actually called me a property guru, Australia's property <laughs> guru, which I was quite happy about. Not that I'm your guru, but anyway. But basically, forty to fifty thousand a year. Yep, great. So you're paying tax. You're paying tax, mm-hmm. and really, what you're doing at the moment, Michael, is that tax money you can't get back every year. You're giving the ATO money week after week year after year, right? Yeah. And it is, what you want to do is stop that hemorrhaging because there's only two things you can do with your money, your tax money. Give it to Scott Morrison, right? Good old ScoMo. Or, yeah. or you can put it into property. We've got great... Oh, absolutely. Right? And so, Michael, imagine if you could put $85 a week into property. You've got a tax doing that. You've got your tenant doing it. Imagine if you had your tenant and the tax man paying off the property for you and you didn't have to lift the finger and you just had to sit there and reap the rewards. And in seven to 10 years time, that property you bought, whether it's you know, 350, 400,000 is gonna be worth double.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And then- but the
1: beautiful part about getting an investment first is the fact that it's the gift that keeps giving. You know, you're going to be getting rent coming in every week. You're going to be getting tax dollars coming in every week. And you're going to get capital growth long term because you're buying your investment property where it's going to make you money. Whereas the place where you want to live might not be in a suburb that has high capital growth because it's an emotional decision. It's just where you want to live. It's That's not fine. based on numbers or research or anything really.
0: Can I make a confession? Go for it. I confess. Okay. Let me confess something because a lot of people ask about this and I want to confess and put and open up. i talk about the elephant in the room. Okay. I'm going to confess. Right. I own my own property.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? And a lot of people are going to say, George, you're telling everyone to rent and buy a property. Why are you owning a property? And I want to lay this down and explain to people because you need to know this. Because I like to be, you know, I like to be authentic and I want people to know the story. I'm not going to pretend, I'm not going to be like Grant Cardone, pretend that I, you know, rent, but really own my own property. So, <laughs> no, he stopped doing that now. He actually admitted that he owns it too, which is good. So this is the deal. I own my own property. And, and why am I telling you not to own your own property? Why this disparity? I'm going to tell you the truth. I didn't own my own property. I rented for a long time. I rent vested,
1: right? Mm. So what I did
0: is I lived where I wanted to live which saved me 150000 a year <laughs> because I live on the beach. I live in a very expensive house on the beachfront, no road, no nothing. Like we got sand yes. in the house. Pretty awesome. And then what I did is I, and I, the reason I own my own house is because I've earned the right because I've become a multi-millionaire millionaire property. What's the point of having a shit ton of money if you can't enjoy yourself and spend it? yes so but my, you're doing
1: that off the back of having more than 10 I'm properties doing that portfolio.
0: of having a whole pile of por- big portfolio of property I've yes nine now I've got lots of properties and 10 of my properties pay for my house on the beach they and pay so for I'm your
1: portfolio. PPR yeah that's
0: right so what you need to do is rent vest and buy investments property and when these investments can support your lifestyle and living where you want to live once you deserve it once you earn it then you buy an owner-occupier. Mm-hmm. But until you you're right, don't you dare think about buying an owner-occupier because you're just putting yourself in a hole and you're going to spend 25 years wasting your time trying to pay off this stupid frigging mortgage. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm very passionate about this because people get caught up. And I, I meet so many people They go, oh, I'm going to buy a house and I'm going to save every cent. I'm not going to go out. I'm going to pay off my house. And when I pay off my house, I'm going to buy investment property. Yeah, but what's the point when you're 65? Right? It's too late. (laughs) That ship has sailed. Look, they've got it completely wrong, and they've got it wrong because of fear, right? The point is, right, what you need to do is you need to get in that market as soon as possible because the property market keeps growing, and the sooner you're in there, the better, as long as you do it properly. So caveat, don't jump in and get rushed. Mm. Do the research, do what needs to happen, and make sure in the top 100 suburbs, and make sure you do your cash flow calculator and keep yourself safe. Please do that because do not invest irresponsibly. Do not invest without getting experts to help you. Do not invest unless you're totally comfortable, you know what you're doing and you can easily afford it so you can't lose. Because number one investment is don't lose any money. Number one, rule number one, right? You've got to really remember that rule, right? Don't lose any money. Once you get past that rule, then you can follow the other rules. But that's the number one rule. And most people forget that rule. Two-thirds of people in Australia that are investing in property, two-thirds. So if you had three people in a room, two of them are losing money in property that's and crazy. in pain and they suck. now you know what? All our members, every single one of them, they're extremely successful and extremely grateful in property. Mm. Yeah. That's one thing I'm very proud of. We've got a massive success rate, 98% of our members within 12 months end up with a property that's making them money. Pretty awesome.
1: But what I suggest, Michael, if you haven't already, check out our 14-day challenge. It's really um, a good place to start to get your foundations of what you should and shouldn't do when it comes to property and that question is a big one and it's a a question that you know you're at a fork in the road and the decisions you make now are going to affect you for the rest of your life either in a a negative way or a really positive way and it's going to be life-changing if you take that fork in the road that leads you to financial freedom and i think look the best way you can get educated about making the right decisions is to check out our 14-day challenge
0: yep So what I'm going to do is quickly answer one or two more questions, then we're going to finish, but you're absolutely right.
1: So Um, if, if anyone else, not just for Michael, but anyone else watching wants to, to learn how to, you know, lay really strong foundations when it comes to getting educated and making the right decisions when it comes to property investing, just comment below hashtag challenge and our team will hook you up with the info for
0: that. Yep. So if I, so someone said, if I knew then what I know now, I would have been a rent vester. So what you recommend selling or staying, don't occupy. Um, look, don't occupy. What you really need to do is look at where it is in the clock, find out how many assets you've got in there. It's complicated. This I can't really answer that question without knowing the whole situation because many times look, I don't like selling property full stop, right? Property millionaires don't sell property, they buy property.
1: Because you make your money when you buy property. Yep. And you should only sell if you absolutely have to and
0: That's it should be based off the back of a lot of solid research exactly so personally i i try to stay away from actually selling property at all so hmm. what you'd look at is if you've got an own occupier find out where it is how much it's worth is it going to is it cheaper or more expensive renting somewhere else so it could be any of the above what i suggest you do is do the 14-day challenge, and that will actually help you get clarity so then you'll know what your goal is. The fact of it is, guys, there's one thing that everyone needs to know. Unless you know your overarching goal, where you want to be in 10 to 20 years, right? If you don't know where you want to be in 10 or 20 years, then it's a bit hard to answer any questions about where you want to go.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you need saying,
0: to get clear. Saying what's going on with your hairline? I don't know. I've got a widow's speak. <laughs> Uh, uh, so guys
1: comment below hashtag challenge if you want to check out the challenge
0: yep so yeah put hashtag challenge want to check out the challenge we're going to go off to our black belt group very soon what time is it yep we've got five minutes yeah um, thank you so much for joining us it's been great look it's interesting what's happening now we've got the highest growth we've had in 18 years that's um pretty amazing when you think about it in, in Australia, what's happening. So, um, so seriously, we've got some big opportunities here, which is good for everyone. Then the guys that uh, haven't invested before, what you need to do is educate yourself. And I really suggest the 14 day challenge that I did. And the good part about the challenge is, you know, you don't even you don't have to pay for it until you finish anyway, right? That's the beauty of it. But you've got to think about the opportunity cost with the challenge. It gives you a plan on exactly what you need to do to get what you want to get which is great.
1: Awesome, guys. Well, thanks so much for joining us. I've had a ball. It's really great to catch up. Great to get back on these lives again. I know it's been a while since you guys have seen me. (laughs) Absolutely. Don't forget to comment, hashtag challenge. If you're watching the replay, uh, comment, hashtag team replay. Thanks for watching and we will see you all very
0: soon. Look, if if you're watching the replay, you can still type in hashtag challenge. Our team will see it. And, and help you and send you the link. Cheers. We'll hook
1: you up, guys. Have a good night. Bye. bye
0: Thank you for listening. I'm grateful for all our listeners around the world. If you found this podcast valuable, please share with someone that might find this useful and please join our tribe of purpose-driven investors, increasing income and impact in our Facebook group, Positive Property. Please note, we have a 1000000 dollar property portfolio and a passive income. I have become incredibly successful at investing in property. The fact of it is, however, many people may find investing in property challenging. It's not easy and it takes a lot of hard work. However, becoming educated to make an informed decision and having the right advisors gives you the tools you need to succeed. The most important part of this formula, however, is to actually take action and apply that knowledge. It is important to understand that information I share is of a general nature only and is not taking into account your unique circumstances. If you're considering investing in any asset class, you need to seek the advice of an independent professional advisor who will be able to look at your specific situation. Be sure your advisor has actually achieved the kind of results you're seeking. Many won't have, so beware. We've taken great care of putting those educational resources together. We'd be surprised if you didn't find any errors or omissions. If you do, our legal team says, we have to say we're not responsible for those. In fact, As with all things, even your success, we're not responsible. That responsibility always has and always will come down to you and the actions you take. We're passionate about supporting you in that process and helping you increase your ability to create wealth, live the life you desire, provide all the things you dream of for you and your family.